Welcome back to RSN Central. It's 12.08 and it's time for Off the Leash with Molly Haynes and Georgie Frugia. The team is back. Good morning or good afternoon to you, George. Good morning, Gareth. How are you? Good, thank you. It's 12.08. I always make that mistake. Good afternoon to you, Molly. Good afternoon. What about the Adelaide Cup on Friday night? The Victorians should take this out, Georgie. Maybe hooked on scotch, box number one. Uh, look, I reckon a lot of people will be waiting to see how he goes in this full yep. feed with so much pressure on his outside in, in terms of greyhounds that can run pretty fast splits. If you go under 450 at Angle Park, Gareth, you're going all right. The greyhounds in 2, 3, 4 and 5 all went under uh, 450. And Seneke's proven at this level. He'd be where I'd be leaning. But we all know how good uh, Hooked on Scotch is. Oh, absolutely. Look, I do th- uh, I do think we haven't seen the best of Hooked on Scotch just yet, but I, I'm not sure whether the Adelaide Cup is, is going to be where he does his best stuff. I really think there's so much speed in the inside of this race. I really don't mind looking towards the outside of the field when it comes to a dog like Spring Bridge. I just okay. feel like if there's any potential for trouble heading into the first turn at Angle Park, not that we're wanting that, but if there is, I just think Spring Bridge, he's a strong dog, he's a fast dog, and I know Jason said he's one of the fastest he's got. So maybe he is a little bit of value heading into the cup. You can't make a mistake hooked on Scotch. Like you can go 443 to that early sectional, but it's not necessarily it's the early sectional. I don't know who was on the show last week, but it was explained it's the first couple of steps or yep. the first couple of strides that win you these Group 1 races. Yeah, and, and yeah, the heat is on as soon as the lids are open. You're yep. spot on, Gareth. And it's so much is at stake here because for, especially for hooked on Scotch, for instance, if he wins the Adelaide Cup, he gets an automatic uh, berth into the Top Gun. Seneke's probably already in the Top Gun. He's yep. deserved his spot, so not as much riding on it. So there's a lot riding on for these other greyhounds, including the two brothers, uh, the, the litter mates, sorry, Whiskey Riot and Fernando's Riot. What about a roughie? Can someone knock someone out? I just I just really like where Seneke, um I know he's got some speed around him. I just love the way he handles himself in big races. And I think he can do it again until someone can knock him off. You uh, you think Spring Bridge, Mol? Look, I think Seneke, I feel almost silly going against Seneke. I mean, I, what I've loved about um, seeing, I suppose, his comeback to racing um, Seneke is that an Adelaide Cup will look great as a stud dog. A, a Top Gun will look even better as a stud dog. You just I don't know whether the million chase... Million Dollar Chase, if you had have gone that direction, whether that was going to look as good as a couple of Group 1s, you know, the, the G1s along along his form line. Yeah. It's, it's a hard one because I know the Million Dollar Chase is obviously very quickly building momentum and, uh, you know, everyone, everyone wants to win that million dollars. But I think a couple of G1s alongside the form line and I think Seneca is definitely good enough mm. to do it. But I'm just thinking value here for Adelaide Cup come yeah. Friday night. And I think... You're at the pub having a couple of vodka and sodas. Are you, are you... Um, look, I, I enjoyed a couple of pennies. Collada's while I was oh, okay. uh, while I was at Bar- in Bali, so I- I'm go. just thinking Springbridge is a, is a good enough dog, and I think if there's any trouble in that inside, I think he is going to be strong enough and good enough. You make a good point, but uh, Molly, about uh, races that you win for stud uh, uh, careers. I-, I heard you speak to Wayne Hawks earlier yep. about the Caulfield Guineas. You know, getting a Top Gun on your CV for a greyhound like Seneki, who's so well bred too, Gareth. Uh, not that he's not going to get uh, females lining up anyway. I think it'll be huge for him. It's an interesting run, say with the Miller million dollar chase so where do your star greyhounds who are future size where do you go because 
the million dollar chase that has it does does it have a group one to its name no it no, doesn't but really. i mean but that would still sit beautifully on your cv wouldn't yeah. it but i mean it'll races look good like along the, the prize money yeah when good, yeah. when the when you you know saying that your dog's won one point you know seven mil yeah. uh you'd be very 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 happy at yeah. the end of the day predominantly race, races like the melbourne cup and the exactly. silver chief and but these but i suppose stuff. you wouldn't be worried about um about a group one status if you've got the you nah. know the big one next year prize yeah. money i'd I prefer to win the million dollar race. Um, can you tell me who wins the million dollar chase? Can the Vicks take home New South Wales money, which which is which would make everybody's day? Look, I I I really like the chances of Kurt Lee. And before I had a chance to look at the um, the all in market for the million dollar chase, I thought, look, Kurt Lee, he's a dog um, who has phenomenal early speed, and that's just what's won Group One races at Wenty over the past couple of years. You think of greats like Strike a Light and Uphill. Jill, they are two fantastic bitches that won races because they were ridiculous out of the boxes and Kurtley has that. I thought he would sit around the 11 or $12 mark but Tab have opened him up as $7 favourite so at least I must be, um, you know, have, this, have the same mind as punters somewhere around Australia. They've gone crunch, there's no doubt. Have you seen him race, Gareth, this grey? And he looks exactly like his dad, Fernando okay. Bale. I thought you said he looks exactly like you. <laughs> no, no, no. He, uh, he looks exactly like his dad. A big uh, white and brindle dog, not big. Uh, they're not big dogs but um, that early speed, he just burns away. He was favourite for the for the SA Derby, if you recall, about a month ago. He handled Wentworth Park beautifully. The other one that's seven dollars equal favourite is Good Odds Odds Harada, who's as equally as fast with yep. those yep. sectionals. So I think people are thinking along your lines. And of course, there's Phil Frankie just sitting behind him, Gareth. And there's a lot to play out on on Friday night. Of course, the eight semi final winners go into that final. So. You make a mistake there on Friday night, your dreams are shattered. <laughs> it's like losing a preliminary final, I guess. You're that close. Can you imagine the, the lead-up, Gareth, if you do win one of these heats the week you'll have, knowing you're 30 seconds away from a million dollars? I mean, it's so great for the sport. And as I pointed out here last week, it's reality TV at its best. And I've had an idea is that, okay, you have it on free-to-wear TV, but also give up 300000 So you have like a raffle or you have sort of like a, a draw that you have to be watching. You get a phone call if you're watching the coverage and eight people get eight dogs and the winner gets 300000 Mate, I bet you the ratings are through the roof because you're <laughs> going to be sitting. It's like giving away 300 grand. It's like lottery at home and you've got to sit through the coverage. We'll draw out eight people and if your name comes out, you've got to be home watching or you've got to be at the track, answer your call, say Million Dollar Chase or Melbourne Cup, and then you sit back. We give up 300000 but I'd love to see the ratings and the promotion for the sport because I think that would be a big, big winner, Georgie. I don't know what you think about that. Yeah, of course, anything we can draw uh, the attention to the sport. And, and uh, more importantly, uh, and we asked this question last week, uh, Molly, uh, just to show how well these greyhounds are treated, yeah, um, and I think yeah. that's really important, and I think that's going to be a, it's going to have some emphasis in the in the broadcast. I do need to um, really quickly mention I'm going to feel very sorry for um, the race caller on Friday night at Wenty in race four, a million dollar um, chase semi final. There are four greyhounds that have the name or have the word black in their race. Now there's okay. black opium. Black Maxi, Black Signature, and Black Forge. So good luck Ooh. to the caller come Friday night. I know I would get my my um, my words mumbled yes. there. Yes, <laughs> and black can be very difficult work to say properly, quickly. <laughs> if you know what I mean, Georgie, it's a dangerous name because we've had a lot of what are Paul Wheeler's Greyhounds, the Bale, Bales. Yeah. Like, that's easy, Ronnie Hawks. For like, please. <laughs> 
but the black, like Black Brother, you're in all sorts of trouble if you just just miss a letter. You're right. There was one race at Geelong where there was eight bales, and Ronnie ate it up for brekkie. Oh, he loves it. Like, yeah. he, give me twenty bales. He says, like, bale, 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 yeah. but not blacks. Yeah. yeah. Um, on a more serious note, Aaron Miller's about to join us here. He's on the line now. Um, you can tell this story, Molly. It's a sad, sad so it's a it's a sad story. Um, but the industry, the greyhound industry, are coming together for a, a, a cause that will help out a family when they when they need help uh, the most. Oh, exactly. Now, um, Chris Watts is a, a fam, uh, a friend, I should say, of greyhound racing. His father, Gary Watts, was a, a great friend of the sport of greyhound racing. Now, Chris was unfortunately diagnosed with an aggressive form of cancer, which has, I suppose, left his you know family just absolutely distraught. And um, the friends and family of Chris, they put together um, what's his big bash, big bash, I should say, which was on Saturday in Anarchy. Now, a little side note to this, you had Sean Case here on the show a yeah. couple of weeks ago and Sean doesn't know Chris. Um, he's, uh, I suppose his daughter and Chris's daughter go to kindergarten together and um, Sean saw uh, a poster to say, righto, this is what's his big bash. Does anyone want to donate anything for, for the auction? Now, Sean has gone and donated a share of his pup and we're lucky enough to have Aaron on the line who purchased this share for okay. the biggest price, the biggest auction price on Saturday, 3000 thousand dollars Aaron paid for his share of Chase. Aaron, welcome to Off the Leash. G'day, how are you going? Good. Now, Aaron, can you tell me a, a bit about your relationship with Chris and I suppose how this story has touched you? He's a long-term uh, family friend and, and neighbour and, and, yeah, good mate, yeah. How, how did he handle the day on Saturday? It would have been overwhelming seeing how much support everyone was, you know, there showing. How many people attended, actually? Uh, about 900. Oh, wow. And how, how was he on the day? Uh, look, he perked up by the end of the day, but he's in a lot of pain, so he's on a lot of medication. Now, can you tell me about your decision to buy into this pup? Not not everyone, I suppose, would go out heading into an auction thinking, right, oh, I want this greyhound. Is, is this what you thought when you saw um, Chase pop up as an auction item? Uh, yeah, look, I've been involved a little bit in greyhounds uh, for a lot of my life with family friends being involved in it and um, yeah I just uh, I've got a good family friend that names Chase so and I was happy to donate some more money to, to help Chris and his family so yeah it all sort of come together that way Aaron George Faruja here must be nice to uh, to have this greyhound as a, as a legacy going forward uh, for, for Chris uh, was that uh, the main uh, reason uh, to get involved obviously you've just mentioned that you were uh, part of the greyhound uh, industry uh, previous Yes. Mm. Aaron? Just to, to try and keep him going, yeah. Chase looks like it hopefully will be a superstar. Did you see him? Do you like the look of him? Look of him? Yeah, he's a good-looking dog, yes. Yeah. And um, Sean Casia, did you get to meet him on the day? He was. I know he was so excited heading into, I suppose, this decision to, to put a share up in a pup, and I think he's going to be someone you're going to really enjoy, I suppose, going on the journey of greyhound racing. Yeah, I did meet him, actually. Yeah, he's, an, he's a nice fellow, yeah. So when do we see Chase? Oh, look, I, I haven't really got down to that yet. We, we're sort of still involved with the, the, the big bash day and, and rounding all that up, so I haven't really had a chance to talk to Sean since. How much money did we get to raise there on Sunday? Uh, just over $100,000. Oh, that's terrific. And it's a wonderful thing, isn't it, the, 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 the greyhound industry, the racing industry, how they can come together in these terrible times? Yes. 
Yeah, so well done, Aaron. Good luck with this Greyhound chase. We'll be cheering him on when he steps out onto that racetrack. And um, our thoughts with the Watts family, especially Chris, mate. Thanks for that. No worries. Thank you. There's Aaron Miller, of course. He purchased Chase for 50% for $3,000, and they've raised $100,000 there for Chris Watts, who is battling an aggressive type of cancer. Of course, the Watts family, well-known to the greyhound industry, and uh, we wish them all the very best. It's, uh, yeah. it, it, it's hard to it's put, a, put into words, really, what they are going through at the moment. It's awful, Gareth, uh, especially um, considering he's around sort of our age, too. Yeah, and he, it, it hits home. Even consider it... Um, and congratulations to Sean Kasia for, for his efforts. I mean, he needs a round of applause. That's a, a fantastic effort. And it's um, not a... People think it's the cheaper of the three codes, but rearing greyhound racing and, and uh, greyhounds and, and racing them is not always cheap. So well done to Sean for that. No, and I think we, we do need to, you know, like you said, um, George, congratulate Sean. Sean is one of the people who we, we really need to put a spotlight on when it comes to the greyhound racing sport. He has the most adorable little family who's involved. And I just like to think, Sean and I are very similar ages, but I, I just see it, um, I suppose, Sean's relationship with his daughter, how I was with my father when we were growing up. Dad wasn't in, into the dogs when it came to the hands-on work. You know, Linda provided all of that information for me, but I suppose it gave um, Dad and I a chance to have a, you know, to have lines of communication. So now when Dad's got dogs racing, Dad and Papa share, mm. um, have dogs all around Australia. When they have dogs racing, it's a chance to pick up the phone and say, hey, how good did this dog go? Yeah. Because the Haynes family isn't necessarily the uh, the best when it comes to communication. So the dogs, you know, <laughs> gave that opportunity. And I think I love seeing Sean's daughter, Sophie and Sean together. They are just the most beautiful, I suppose, father-daughter couple. Sophie, um, you know, get, gets in there with the dog. She's out scooping feed. She's only, she must be four, I think. Sorry if I've got that wrong, Sean. But she, it is just great to see. And I think it's so special to see how much love there is in yeah. the sport of greyhound racing. That's what's great about the industry and the, their lifelong memories. And I remember doing it uh, with my dad too, you know, going in the backyard and trying to help him feed the dogs. And it's just, it's it's brilliant. And yeah, we still do it today. He'll ring up and say, well done if you win a race. And yeah, it's that's awesome. Well done, Sean. It's 12.22 here on RSN Central. This is Off the Leash with Gareth Hall, Georgie Ferugia and Molly Haynes. We'll take a break before we wrap it up on this Tuesday. Okay, guys, the tab best bets there with uh, the Greyhound Racing over the week. Let's start with you, Molly. Winners are grinners. Now, there was $5, uh, 5000 put on it, $2 on Mo Dragon at Shepparton. And now, I do have to mention this Greyhound has box one at Horsham this afternoon in race number six. So I might be able to pick up two wins on the trot. There was also 5000 put on at $1.75 on Aston Savannah at the Meadows. Better luck next time for you, George. Yeah, eight grand at $4.00. $1.60 uh, on Georgia Kate at Sale, who finished unplaced. And then another 4K uh, down the Gurgler at $2 on Flame Slinger at Ballarat, who did run second. Okay, and the, the round of applause. Yeah, go, more. <laughs> now, there was $300 um, put on at 21s on Chasing Beers at Bendigo. Now, I did look at this Greyhound's wow. form, and it, uh, there is a bit of a pattern going. So they, the dog wins, runs unplaced, 
wins, then runs unplaced. Okay. Now, in between this win, the round of applause win, there was an unplaced start. So I reckon we need to get behind Chasing Beers' next start. There was no next start up on his form this morning, so Chasing Beers is one to possibly watch out if you're into the um, into those little that sneaky form lines. Lins lives up to his name's usually hit and miss when you're chasing <laughs> beers, Georgie. Yeah, absolutely. $150 at $34 to one on uh, $34 on uh, Springvale Misty at Healesville okay. as well. So we land some big bets at Healesville, some people, I tell you. They have a go. Yeah, down the straight sometimes you can find a little bit of value. Yeah, for sure. I do. Oh, sorry. I do want to really quickly mention yep. on Thursday night at Geelong there are the Geelong Do uh, Oaks and Derby. Now the winner of the Oaks and Derby, if they go on to win the Geelong Cup, there's an extra ten thousand dollars put up to the Greyhound. So hopefully we get some nice runners to come out of the Oaks and Derby, and they go through to the Geelong Cup, and hopefully another ten grand in the pocket. Yeah, we got some great chase heats as well throughout all our provincial tracks in the next week. Semi-finals will kick off next Wednesday. Afternoon, uh, Gareth. So looking forward to that series as well. Okay, Georgie and Molly, it's always been a lot of fun here on Off the Leash. Can you leave us with one winner, Georgie? I got one in today um, okay. at Devonport, race five, number two. Um, Devonport, race five, number two, two for our Tassie friends. Yeah, Ned Isaacoff, um, named after a Seinfeld character. Hopefully he gets up and wins for us. So we betting? He's, I think he's about a dollar eighty. so okay. yeah. Odds on look on, isn't it? Not, not, not us here, hey, Mikey. <laughs> could go in the multi, mate. Yeah, it could go into a multi. Hey, Molly, great to see you back from Bali and fit and well because you can get sick when you go to Bali. And Georgie, <laughs> exactly. well done. That's exactly. off the leash.